Hello! And welcome to episode 81 of the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Stuart Butler, and I'm joined today by Pete D. Mayo. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. And Melissa Kavanaugh. Howdy ho! <laughs> that was like Mr. Julia Hankey. Charles meets Mr. Hankey. It's quite interesting. Um, and a little bit of towelie thrown in. A little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And Philip Fariska. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. It's That's not today. That's tomorrow. Shh. It's going to be Monday when and this by, comes yeah, out. By the Relax. time I post this, they'll already be recovered from their hangovers from St. Patrick's Day. But Phil, for the occasion, is drinking green beer. I am. I bought the food coloring specifically for this I have episode. regular colored, colored beer. And it's equally as delicious Lame. with slightly less E numbers. Get festive. Hey, Pete. Yes. So uh, I was at uh, the Model Beach Chamber of Commerce's Summit this week, and I bumped into one of our groupies. So Alex from Condo World, right? You guys know yeah. her. She's great. She does hey, a Alex. really, really good job. She listens to the podcast. And she said, great job. Keep doing what you're doing. And I asked her. She said she really liked the B updates. Oh, and really? I said, did she, did she <laughs> hear hilarious. the last episode? And she said yes. And she was sad that your queen died. So. It's, it's, Aww, a sad, it's a sad, that's sad so thing. That's so sweet. Yeah. So people are actually paying attention to the nonsense that yep. we spout that is not hotel marketing related. Yeah. So everybody pour a little honey out. <laughs> for the queen that we died. don't have any honey because okay. your bees died so. <laughs> that's true i still have one hive left okay well we hope that it will produce yeah if i'm gonna work and get that hive amounts. to split and then we'll have two hives again mm. yeah I, have you made mead yet with the honey no but i'm working on making some mead with some store-bought honey Ooh. because i didn't want to waste because i was planning on using most of the mead mm. that or not sorry most of the honey that we got to make mead yeah but because you're a raging alky exactly yeah. and i enjoy bees combine the two together mm. yeah too. magic but what i found out is everyone on the the big bee forums and uh <laughs> home brewery forums is there a king bee <laughs> well no they all say don't use you know your good honey for mead because it all turns into alcohol anyway just go ahead and buy right. store-bought honey okay for that so mm. there you go the more you know. Usually we save the B updates until the end of the show, but we started right out there today. It's going to be a good episode. I can feel it in my bones. And it really is going to be a good episode because we're doing trying something new. So what we did is last week after the episode, we were talking about what we want to do this week. And, and we said, you know, it'd be good to talk about the, the top 10 things that you can spend your money on as a hotel marketer to drive direct bookings. And, you know, it was quickly apparent that we probably had some disagreements on what that, that those 10 were. So we all went our separate ways to four corners of the world, didn't didn't compare notes, and we all compiled our own top 10 list of things you should be spending money on as a hotel marketer to drive direct bookings. Pete, what what did your notes say? That What what did you say that you called it when you wrote down? Well, so I wrote it down as I was walking out. It was hotel top things hotels need to do to drive direct booking. Okay, that's a fantastic sentence. Nonsense. <laughs> really good. Uh, but that, that's what we're going to do today. Um, we're going to do our top 10 list from 10 to 1, 10 being the 10th the and, and 1 being the first, the most important. And we're going to compare each other's lists and see how it goes. It'll be fun. And uh, I'm sure we'll debate why and we'll have to justify why it's in the position it is. And, and full disclosure, I really think that if we did this show an hour from now or two hours from now or three hours from now, my list would be different because I've been tinkering 
with it up until game time. I agree. It's it's like a fantasy football draft, man. It was I, I really mean, hard tink- to wait. Tinkering. <laughs> like for example, analytics, which I know is near and dear to your heart, Melissa. Yeah. It it at literally at one point was number ten on my list, and at one point was number one on my list. Yeah. So it things have moved. I'd, I'd say any one of the top five could be number one quite easily. So you'll have to stay tuned and listen to what our top 10 are, but it, it's going to be fun, I think. And um, I would imagine there's going to be a lot of overlap in terms I'm, of what's on the list. But I'm honestly we'll, still tinkering at, as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it away, Phil. No one wants to see that. <laughs> so let's see, before we jump into that, let's see what's going on in the newsies, Phil. So if you want to stop tinkering for a second and tell us what newsie you have. Um, yeah, that's a really cool one. Uh, Melissa brought up earlier this week. There is a new hotel with my favorite differentiator that I've ever seen. It is called Brew Dog is the brewery, and they are opening the Dog House. It's a hotel slash brewery where you can tour the brewery, you can see them brewing from your room. Uh, they have a built-in shower beer fridge. This, I thought you were going to say a shower of beer. Like, I'm going to bathe That would kind of be oh fun, too. Goodness. What maybe. a waste of beer, though. <laughs> yeah. You could a, drink as you're Yeah, shower. I would just open it my mouth. It wouldn't even need a drain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought this was, uh, for me especially, I, I love this idea. I would totally go here. And at first, I thought it was only in Scotland, but you made me aware that they are opening one in Columbus, Ohio. So it's possible to get to. Yeah. I love themed accommodations man anything that has it like a little niche they know their lane they stay in it they're not going to appeal to everyone right Right. like my parents wouldn't travel and stay somewhere like that but there's an increasing number of people that would enjoy that unique experience see i think i would go to columbus just for this yes why else would you go to columbus to watch the penguins (laughs) play the blue jackets there you go oh is that is that um ice olympic things again what is that it's hockey okay that's right (laughs) snow olympic things (laughs) What, that they let penguins participate in. That's right. Uh, yeah, but I, I think it, whenever you can create a destination in your hotel, like a reason for someone to come, because m- most hotels, to be fair, people are coming to the destination to, to go to an event or, or an attraction or, or see something or be with someone. And the hotel is a byproduct of that. They have to stay. They have to sleep, right, with human beings. So. To, to create the destination yourself by having something unique, I think is really, really cool. And I think it's something people should be doing more in this homogenized world that we live in where, you know, everyone's trying to compete. What I like about this is this is authentic. This is a brewery that has a hotel mm-hmm. versus someone builds a generic hotel and says, hey, let's put records on the wall. Now we're right, you know, or, a music hotel. It's right, like, are you right. really? If you want to make it even more similar, you have a hotel and then you start serving craft brews in your lab. I mean, that's great, but this is, like you said, the opposite way. I yeah, love it's it. very yeah. authentic and it's, yeah, it's, neat. it's worth it. Yeah, and to be fair, we have a client that does the opposite, right, that we just talked about, that they are a hotel that has a brewery there. So Shawnee Inn in the Poconos, they brew their own beer, and it's delicious. They sent us some, and it, we're out, by the way, if anyone's listening. Jeremy, hint, hint. Um, we would love some more. But, you know, it, but that's it's all, not it's, the focus. It's authentic. It, it's, it's you go there, and it is truly – I'm drinking that's a the local purpose, beer. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Shawnee does a great job, but but it's one of the things that are there, right? It, right. It's, a, it's a perk, but it's not the purpose, you know? And so I think this is kind of cool. I mean, I'd love to see how they perform and see what their ADR is compared to the the average. And I've, I've been to a couple of properties that will do like a, 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 
I don't know, they've come up with some alliterative call like beer and something or brew and I don't know. But Suds and sleep. There you go. That would be a good one. I was too stuck on the bees. Sorry, Pete. <laughs> Different companies. Um, but they would give like, they'll have craft beers on tap and they'll give you a discount when you're staying or stuff like that. Or you can get a package where you get a couple of craft beers included. But this is going... Yeah, I mean, a whole t- other level. Yeah, they turn it up to 11 on this one. Yeah. Oh, cool. I, I mean, I, a beer fridge in the shower, that's... I will totally go here and I will bring back an entire podcast episode about it. We should record one on location. Ooh. We should reach out to them and say, hey, put us up, we'll do a podcast episode on location. Oh, that would be so cool. That would be really cool. Yeah, but anyone... That would be really cool. Let's, let's do a little tour of the podcast. I, I don't think... I feel like we're not that big yet, but hey, one day maybe. Hey. Hey, it only takes one to get it started. This is true. Hey, Melissa. Hey. So we're going to mix it up with this newsy, right? Because this is normally 2018 news. Normally. Right, normally. But you were, we were in a meeting earlier this week, and you broke out an old notepad that you had from 2011. So nine years ago, eight years, seven years ago. I can't math. Seven years ago, which which doesn't seem like that long, right? But digital marketing, digital years. marketing world that a lot changes. So you were at a, it was a com- a conference, right? With the yes. chamber put on, and Google was there. Google was there, and some other folks were there giving out some really interesting data in 2011. So this is our newsies. It's a retroactive time machine inspired newsie from 2011. So we just just to illustrate how far we've come in so, in seven years. Let's yeah. hop in the DeLorean. Hop in the DeLorean. I was yeah. just. We need a, like that. a sound effect, like. Some kind of. I think, think we you just, just uh, it. got okay. it. Awesome. All right. So here are just a couple of quick facts from 2011. According to Google, in the U.S., half of travel sales are happening online. Half. Half. So we've hit a tipping point where you should definitely have websites. In, in 2011. Yes. yes. We are seeing 20 to 30% growth in travel search overall. Our local area at the point was seeing up to 40 to 50% growth. 85% of people using are using the web to make travel decisions. 85% in I, 2011. I would assume that's a tad higher today. But Maybe. It, but it was interesting that in 2011, you know, that makes sense. You know, the internet had been around you know, a, a long bit. time by that time. Yeah. So, yeah, keep going. Uh, let's see. Most shoppers start planning travel at least one month prior to booking. They're using 10 to 12 sources to do their research. And 85% are using search, as in a search engine, to research. Here's a fun one. 49% used online reviews. <laughs> 49%. Wow. Which I, I want to say, I might be wrong here, but I want to say TripAdvisor started, I don't know. Was, was that early 2000s? Someone might want to Google that. But it certainly wasn't the mainstay it was today. And the OTA certainly didn't have the, the level of reviews. And, uh, you know, Google wasn't in the review game at that point either. So it, it makes sense. It wasn't as influential. Now, when we've done studies recently asking that same question, it's 90 plus percent of people right. will not make a, stay, make a booking without first reading a review. So. And speaking of reviews, 67% of people trust online reviews as much as word-of-mouth recommendations. Wow. Now, here's a real flashback. Star ratings on Google resulted in increased click-through rates of 30%. So when they added the star ratings... On the SERP itself, Mm -hmm. underneath, yeah. 30% increase in click-through ratings. 
Uh, just some device-specific stats. Mobile device usage peaks in the evening, and desktop peaks during the day. <laughs> when people are at work. Um, yeah. 61%, listen to this one, 61% would consider, just <laughs> consider, booking a travel experience on a mobile device. That might be my favorite stat out of all this. 61%. They, they, so the other 39% would not, would even, not consider even consider booking on mobile <laughs> back then. Yeah. Those yeah. are those are my tips. That's pretty. Those funny. are my little uh, flashbacks. I yeah. like that it's not on uh, on a document on your computer. You are sitting yeah, there with it's a physical paper and pen. Yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait! Half of U.S. consumers will have a smartphone by the end of the year. <laughs> that was 2011. That was 2011. Yeah. Oh Think about it. Gosh. iPhone was only out in 2007, yeah. right? Yeah. right? So it only been out four years. So that still seems yeah. really low to me. Yeah. Maybe I just miswrote that stat but i don't know that's kind of crazy wow can i do a current stat yeah absolutely because we just talked about mobile tipping points and whatnot so i'm gonna call this the analytics alert can i get my own like beep 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 yeah can we do that? Old, that's a little too it. close to the bees oh. though because that's beep 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 right somebody come up with a better sound okay. then. all right so uh this is breaking news from fuel Cannot, dun, find, dun, dun. cannot find this information anywhere else except right here on the podcast. We just saw a fuel client that had its third consecutive month of having more mobile phone bookings than desktop bookings. Third wow. consecutive uh, month. And that's the first time. that, that We've had folks that have had it two months consecutively before last summer, right? Yes. This is the first time. So this, this is interesting because as we spoke about on the show before, I recently um, presented at HSMAI in New York on the mobile tipping point, the second mobile tipping point being bookings. And our projection was that we were going to have clients as early as December of this year hitting that second mobile tipping right. point. But if this holds out, and I've got a feeling it will for this client because they've always been an early um, adopter of mobile, or their guests have been early adopters of mobile, they could be consistently like I wonder if they're ever going to go back below that I, threshold. I wonder three in a, three months in a row in off season, right? Right. right. It's not th these are people booking summer vacations in January, in February. You know, it's that's not last minute travelers, which tends to be more mobile. Mm -hmm. So I think for the, we may have the first. The, it may be the first property in the continental U.S. that has majority bookings mobile. It, I don't know anyone else that's even close. That would be incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I, I don't know if you've ever listened to this show before, guys. But no. if you have, you'd probably know that mobile is very, very important. And, and I don't expect the majority of people to be hitting that second mobile tipping point this year. But some folks are, and the opportunity is there. And uh, you need to take advantage of it by having a kick-ass website mm -hmm. and booking engine yeah, that's and, mobile first. And don't wait until that second mobile tipping point. Because you still have, if you're a typical property, 20, 30, 45-ish percent of your bookings already on mobile. So it may not be tipping for you yet, but man, it's right there. But maybe it's not tipping because your because you site suck. sucks. Yeah. Right. And that's what we learned when we launched a new version of the guest desk booking engine was of how many people actually wanted to book on mobile. But if you don't make it easy for them, they're not going to do it and they're going to go somewhere else. I have not booked a, a single accommodation on a desktop in the last six months. I just haven't, hmm. right? So, and I, I'm, I, I would say I'm atypical 
But I think there are people out there that are only going to book on their mobile device. And if you make it hard for them, they're not going to choose you. They're going to choose your competitor who made it easy or they're going to choose an OTA who makes it super easy. So you got to get with it. How many people do we know that probably only use their mobile for everything they buy online? I I don't buy anything on on my desktop anymore or my laptop. Um, All right. So that's the newsies. That was a little spin on the newsies. We should do retroactive newsies. I like that. I need to dig out some of my old notes. I just, when we moved, I found a whole pile of my SEO stuff from 09, 010. So So I got to bring that back. Probably said the stuff like, oh, white white font on a white background (laughs) is really good for SEO. Judge me, Stuart. It worked. (laughs) (laughs) Go buy links from Russia. It's really effective. Um, All right. Let's jump into it, shall we? So... Here are, the, here are the rules, okay? We're going to start number 10 on our list of things you should spend money on that are most effective at driving direct bookings. And one of us will say what our 10 is. If it's on someone else's list higher, we're going to table it until it gets to that person's point, right? Because whoever has that one on the on their list the highest is going to make an argument as, as to why it's that high. Does that make sense? So if, for example, I said, and I didn't, but if I said my number... 10 was direct mail okay that is clearly not what i said it was in my top 10 but if i did and melissa had it as her number one most effective thing for you hotel marketing me. yeah one <laughs> we'd have some some harsh words but two we'd wait until we got to the number one rank and then melissa would have to make a case for why direct mail was number one that makes sense everyone yes yep. all right we have not rehearsed this this could go off the rails tremendously you guys are gonna get an uncut unedited version so whatever happens from here on for the next 30 minutes or so it's gonna be fun so So we're starting with the the 10th item yeah we're going 10th which is one being the best 10th being the The least least important right but but still in the top 10 right to be fair because there are things outside of the top 10 there are many things you can spend money on um, so, so it was hard for me, honestly, to narrow this down to 10. There was a lot of things that were almost on my top 10 that I had to cut. But I think I came down to the 10 that, that I'm happy with. Um, how about you guys? Who wants to go first? What's number 10? So I thought we are going the other way, and I had number 10. Listen to the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. Oh. <laughs> Anybody Shameless. else have that one? That is not my list. They're not spending money. That's free. That's free, Pete. It never said what they need to spend the money on. Okay. That, that was how I saw it in my head, but that's fine. Well, that's what makes this fun. So okay. listen to the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. Well, so I guarantee you 100% of people that <laughs> listen to that advice already pay attention to that advice. Congratulations, so everybody. You're already number 10 on Pete's list. That is not on my list, but good one, Pete. It's not on my list either. Hey, Melissa, will you do me a favor as we're going along? Will you open up the podcast notes and write down like everyone's things? So at the end, we can count how many different things there are. Because I wonder if there's going to be like 40 different things, potentially. Or, or like, yeah, 11. <laughs> 11, because yeah, Pete. now Pete's gone out Pete's on an anomaly. anomaly. You know what I'm saying? Yes. All right. So, Phil, while she's writing that down, what's your number 10? So on my tankering a minute ago, I think I deleted one of mine because now I only had nine. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I threw one in there. Hey, you do a lot of mathematical things in our company, and you can't even count to 10. That's I can a concern. count to 10, but deleted one. All right. Make one up. I just did. Okay. Non-brand PPC. Non-brand, Non-brand PPC. PPC. Yeah. That, that's good. I, I'm going to have to admit that I cheated and combined paid combined paid advertising together i'm sure you did but you know me yeah and how yeah. i think about paid advertising see I, I did the same thing i said 
PPC. Oh. Because otherwise, I was afraid I'd end up with. I had too many things to break them out. Five, ten different PPC variants. I did not have brand non-brand PPC on my list at all. So non-brand PPC is not in your top ten. Not in my top ten. Okay. Is it in your top ten? You you have have PPC PPC higher. Yes, I have PPC Okay, higher. but not necessarily non-brand. Because brand and non-brand are very different value propositions. They are. Okay. So I think you're the only one that has non-brand PPC as a standalone. So go ahead and make your case for why it's in the top 10. Sure. Um, it, this is definitely an awareness type of thing. Uh, it is also what's going to drive in business for... Now, when I'm saying non-brand, I'm talking about hotels near such and such so a venue close to so you. a qualified non-brand uh, yeah. so not like a generic like chicago hotels unless you have the budget to spend yeah. or your town isn't that big or your property is the the premier property in that market absolutely right? yeah um i think that non-brand ppc is great to bring in people who are just in the beginning stages of the funnel they are looking for a hotel in a area but don't know what exactly they're looking for so that's kind of why I thought non-brand should be on this list. Fair gotcha. enough. Okay. Melissa, what's your 10? My number 10 is an advocacy, advocacy platform like Flip2. Ooh. Good one. Well, I, I, I had a tough time figuring out where this belonged, but I felt like it deserved a spot in the top 10. It's higher on my list. Oh. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll right. get into it later. Okay. okay. So my number 10 is influencer marketing. So not necessarily guests that are the, the organic guests, but actually reaching out to people that have an audience already, bringing them to your property, and having them go and tell people about your property after the experience. Influence marketing. I think, call me Nostradamus, I think this is a big growth opportunity. Oh, wait, does in the anybody else have does that, that? Is that on anyone else's it's list? Not Influence on my marketing? List. No. I, I kind of I read a lot, a broad section of like just information from different news sources and influencer marketing is something that's beginning to crop up in in lots of places when i start to see a correlation like that it's usually saying there's a trend beginning to happen i'm hearing words like uh millennial moms right people are beginning to realize that millennials are not necessarily kids anymore like they're, they're in their mid to late 30s some of them and some of them have families and they're a perfect target audience and in fact there's more millennials than any other generation that exists today right there's more millennials than there are gen x's there's more millennials than there are boomers there's more millennials than there are gen z's or whatever you want to call them so millennials is our biggest target audience and they have spending power and they have families and they're traveling and they're more discerning than ever and guess where they get their influence from from influencers on social media used to be bloggers now it's things like instagram and i'm not talking about kim kardashians and, and people like that there's a lot of data out there that says micro influencers people that have these little niches like mommy bloggers of kids with autism mommy bloggers of you know whatever the niche is hotel marketing podcasts mm-hmm. sure i'm sure there's a lot of mommy bloggers about hotel marketing podcasts and they all listen to our show but niche micro influencer marketing i think is is untapped i think you can do it at a very low budget um, very cost effectively there's a lot of the small ones especially that have a decent size audience that if you do it right you can get them to come for free they stay for free but you don't have to pay anything beyond that and if you're they're traveling non-peak season it's really not costing you a lot of money to have that that kind of exposure so I, I want to do a whole show on that. I think I'd, I'd like to get an expert, like a guest in that does that kind of thing at some point. But number 10 for me was 
influence the market. So, so far, we had four different opinions on number 10, and three of those opinions were not replicated in anyone else's list. Wow. No one wasn't even a paid <coughs> one. Come on, I'm not letting hey. him slide. <laughs> Don't let me pay. Pete didn't follow the rules. He's a rule breaker. All right, number nine. Number nine, 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 nine. Who wants to go? Let's mix up the order. I'll go, I'll no, go first. Gonna, okay. Yeah, let's, let's rotate it. So okay. you'll go first next time. Gotcha. All right. I chose photography. Ooh. I, I have that higher. It's higher on my list. Pete? I have... Is he, it on your list? Is photography on your list? Photography was not on my list. Okay. Now, here's why. Because I, when I looked at my whole list, I thought of it specifically not necessarily getting people to stay at your property, but specifically to get people to book direct. And in my opinion, photography is one of those ones where you're not going to just take your best photography and only have it on your site. You're going to get it out there also. So to me, it doesn't apply to book direct only. I, I can see that argument. You're wrong, but I can see the argument. All right. <laughs> All right. So what was, your, what was your number nine? My number nine fell several ranks if we did this a couple of years ago. It is email marketing. Huh. Way higher <clears throat> on my list. Way higher on my list, too. It, it was, but the way I have my structure set up, I think email marketing used to be a lot more important, but I do think it's it's falling on the list. That's the one I deleted. You deleted, <laughs> you completely email, deleted email? That's when I was trying to tinker earlier. And I knew How I got hard rid of would it be to run a successful marketing strategy without email, though? Oh, you're right. You know? But that's why we need to wait it's and talk gotta about it. It's got to be top 10. got to be top 10. I know that. I'm okay. Sorry. So it's higher on our list, Pete. So we'll, we'll shelve it and we'll all talk about all it right. in a minute. Um, Phil, what's your number nine? Facebook advertising. All right, be specific. What types of... Because to me, things like... Because I, I wrote, just because I'm kind of a smart ass like this, I wrote the five things you should not spend money on. And like ads and boosted posts on Facebook was one of the things you should not be spending money on. Fair enough. Okay. But I, I agree with you in terms of click out ads or um, lead ads on Facebook or dynamic ads for travel very very effective yeah i think it's a it's a good way to well again i i think of this as when i was thinking at the lower end of my list i was thinking more of awareness purposes yeah um so you, but you treated also, it like a funnel didn't you I so it's did. like top of funnel down to <laughs> the that's kind of awesome yeah. a little bit uh kind of until we get to the top and then you realize that i blew that up but um <laughs> yeah i, I thought i mean it's a great way to get you know email acquisitions and and like general awareness that's kind of what yeah, my head was i agree i think it's a very valid um opportunity in, in terms of paid advertising is better more effective than than some others you'll you'll find that i cheated a little bit on paid advertising uh, uh, you'll find out in a second but yeah. it was not on my list facebook i contemplated mm. it but i couldn't put it ahead of the other things that i had on my list but fa the great thing about facebook is it you can target more than any other platform like they know more about the individual than even google does mm -hmm. and, and yeah. give you the ability to target now, you could argue that it doesn't have the intent on Facebook that, that a Google search ad does, but it's but look still at, really but, effective and very cheap right now. And it's if still you look going at the, through arbitrage. The ROAS on a well-run social campaign says it deserves to be up there pretty high. Right. If you're measuring revenue. If well, yeah. you're someone that's out there spending money on, oh, look, I just acquired a thousand new likes on my page of whom I can't reach because organic reach is zero. So mm -hmm. now I have to pay again to boost my post to reach half of them. And then they're not going to respond anyway because that doesn't, that's not effective. Stop doing boosted posts. Stop doing like ads. Focus on growing your list organically and then use advertising the way it's intended to be, which is direct response. And that's going to be effective. All right. 
Is that everyone's number nine? Did I do my I don't think you did your number nine. Um, OTAs, meta searches, and local portal sites. Oh, that's a big bucket, Stuart. <laughs> I have... I have I meta told you search. I cheated. You did cheat. That's I have meta search higher. Bucket. You have meta search higher. I do. So you're 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 saying like GHA and Trip Connect and stuff like that, as well as Travago and Kayak, or yes. So I, I put primarily GHA and TripAdvisor. Yeah, mine's part of my I meta. Have mine's stuff there. Higher. It's a little higher. Okay. I, so can I at least make a, a a case for why I bundled those together? I didn't think that was the rules. I thought the rules were we table it. Okay, well, you can you can table why it's higher. Okay. I just want to I want to make a case for why I cheated. That's fair. I did that to email. I put it at the bottom and I explained why. So that's fair. Okay, so the reason I bundled those three together is the purpose is the same for me. Like I don't look at OTAs as a way to de- necessarily generate bookings, right? I look at it as awareness. All three of those are getting in the decision set of the guest. So when they're at the top of the funnel doing research on a destination they're not familiar with, you have to get your property in front of them. But that would suggest that you make sure that you have your TripAdvisor profile page optimized. When I'm thinking of meta search, I'm thinking of paid meta search. GHA, TripAdvisor, things like that. That was where my head was at with the two, Pete. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We'll we'll let you guys make that case later on. So let's go to number eight, eight, eight. Phil is up on number eight. Photography and video. Ooh. It was on your list too. It's higher. No, I was below. I was. That was my number nine. Is this the highest photography? It's higher on mine. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right, Pete. What's yours? Number yeah, eight. What's on you? Uh. What's okay. Your my number eight is social, which I just kind of we kind of talked about already. Yeah. My number eight is TripAdvisor by itself. Okay. TripAdvisor on its own, like all things TripAdvisor? All things TripAdvisor. Okay, and with you, Pete, all things social? Like, help me understand that. That was paid social. Paid social? Yeah. Okay. So I, I would say, uh, yes, paid TripAdvisor, whether it be CPC or Instant Book. Or the, the new sponsored ads. The, or the, the imaginary the sponsored, sponsored ads. ads. number one for me. I didn't want to break the rules, but that's the most important thing anyone can ever do. <laughs> Pete, if I could reach across this table, I'd slap you. <laughs> I'm working on a, a blog post that you guys can expect to read soon about my, my Your thoughts. disdain for sponsorship. Disdain is a good word. It's, all right, so taking it lightly. All right, so why 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 is social number eight on your list? I think social is incredibly important, and a lot like email, I feel that there's a lot of things that you need to be make sure you're doing higher up this list before you make an concerted effort to focus on those items okay so you're saying it's it's the seven things you need to maximize first before you get social but social yeah socials just because it's in that lower position does not mean it's not and it's so important i mean it's important because of how many people use this on a daily basis right yeah i mean everybody uses facebook Mm, you know the others i I would you know you can bounce back and forth but we know everyone's on facebook Yeah. yeah It's, there's a social component to one of mine higher on the list. So I'll, I'll, All right. I'll just say that. Melissa, make your case for TripAdvisor being where it is. I, I have a bunch of these that I really could not distinguish what order to go in, but I feel like you have to have some CPC for TripAdvisor unless you're not doing any bookings through OTAs. 
if, if you have no OTA bookings, then you don't need to be on TripAdvisor in a paid position. But if you are, then you need to be there, period, because you're protecting your brand, yeah, you're yeah, protecting brand that commission. Protection. Right. You're That's competing it. against the OTAs, which same would be said for, for brand PPC and, and other sure. brands, right? Which I'm assume, assuming is on someone's list here soon. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, okay. What's your number eight? So my number eight is is investing in the stuff on property. Right, so sort of guest experience. So this is weird, right? Because we this is not a service we we provide as hotel marketers, but it's something we preach to our clients, which is investing in the amenities that you offer. I have that way higher. Investing in the events that you are offering, things like that. Way higher. Way higher. Okay, we'll get to you later then. All right, well, let's go to all right number, We're number seven. seven. All right, so my number seven, Melissa. This is gonna make you so mad. Don't say it. It was number one at one point. Yeah. Number seven is data and analytics. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that later. Again, way higher. <laughs> All right. I have that higher as well. All right. So what, seven, 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 seven. Um, I had TripAdvisor CPC, which we just kind of covered. Okay. And I have as number seven, I have GHA. Hmm. So you, I have you're that. breaking those out. Pete, yes. combine those as meta, meta searches. And mm -hmm. is, I feel is like. Is it higher on your list? It's one higher. I have loyalty and rewards as my number seven programs. Ooh. Hmm. And, so I, I, and I was torn on loyalty and rewards. I was torn because I wanted this to be higher. I kind of feel like it'd be best if we had like four or five numbered one and twos. Yeah. And then this is higher on my list. Yeah. Now I'm starting to think we should have had a list of like 40 things we could have picked from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're all consistent. Yeah. Rank these in order versus yeah. randomly combine things. That... And this is why you're getting an uncut episode. Yeah. This, this, that's higher on mine, Pete. Okay. All right. So do I get to defend GHA? No, because I think that's uh, higher, I have higher, higher than mine. Okay. So, all right. So, I think we're going to number six, 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 six. Okay. So, back to Pete. I have MetaSearch, including TripAdvisor and GHA. Uh, I'm on all right. Higher. I have, all right, this is my cheat one. I have technical SEO, which would include the following things. <laughs> <laughs> Site speed, meta tags, schema, and making sure that it's mobile friendly. I'm right with you right there. Mine's I higher. Had, I had Yours is higher? Mm -hmm. Yep. Interesting. Because we're talking about direct bookings. Mm -hmm. Like without mm -hmm. that, to me, you know, you're not really going to get a lot of direct bookings. Unless you're really screwing the pooch that you should be ranking for your brand. Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking no, about? No, I was just talking about in general having okay. a better mousetrap. Mm -hmm. you know, gotcha. That's part of it. All right. So Pete, you, you get to make the case for the, the meta now. Because we've all kind of had that at some point lower on our list. Okay. <clears throat> and here's why I say this is number six position. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the reason I think that's number six is, one, it is a, the most effective way if someone is already interested in your property to prevent them from booking elsewhere. So at this point, I kind of – everything from above here up, I kind of think of the customer has already chosen your property – and now you need to make sure that you're putting all the pieces together so that it's truly a direct booking. So you kind of figured your list out like Phil did in terms of a funnel almost. Right, right. Ex thing. Exactly. So let's go ahead and get the people. But for, for TripAdvisor, if you're not there, you're, you are there. It's just they're booking through an OTA. Right. If you're not on GHA, you are there. It's just not through your direct booking. So you have to make sure that you're, you're right there front and center. So my number six is, is similar for the same reason. Mine is performance advertising. 
<laughs> I'm broad there, right? So what does that mean? So I'm basically saying any advertising that is a direct response. So that could be brand PPC, that could be lead ads, that could be GHA, that could be um, TripConnect. Any, anything where you're See, I directly had, I generating. Had a hotel marketing as number five. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Okay. Yeah, I told you, I had way too many, and I've combined. If you think that's bad, you just wait because <laughs> I get way more combiny as we go higher up the list. But I agree with you, Pete. I think this is the this this five, six, seven kind of range is where you really need to start laying your claim, laying your stake in the ground, and saying come to me not someone else right which is where paid advertising right. gha trip connect all those things really are very very important if you're not doing it the otas are just going to eat your lunch yeah all right so, so we all did six right uh yeah but i had <coughs> gha and otas a little higher all right well you can make the claim for why it's higher in a sec okay so what's number five melissa i have brand ppc is number five and i will tell you my numbers one through five i feel they're all equal I so have, i just i have i just lumped ppc together so i didn't have a thousand of them but i have yeah. it at number five also i have it a little higher of course you big do. big surprise to you guys huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyone think that's your job or something um at number five i had guest incentives so the okay. rewards and advocacy all right so tell us why that deserves to be at the top position okay so it, do you, does again, anybody else do you anybody else have loyalty no. above five no. All right. So, so to me, we're talking about direct bookings, right? You have to differentiate yourself from the OTAs and the competition. To me, the best way to do that is what, what is, has evolved from loyalty programs is now referred to as reward programs, mm -hmm. right? So instant gratification, giving people direct incentives. You look at like Marriott rewards, stuff like that. You sign in, they get more data on you and you're more likely to book with them because I'm getting something secret and special. I'm getting a lower rate than everyone else that doesn't sign in. So those incentives are really good. And then parlaying that, and this is where I'm really cheating on this, into, into <laughs> advocacy, hotel marketing. right? Going back to what you said, like the advocacy platforms was number 10 for you, Melissa, yeah. is that right? It's so powerful. Word of mouth is still one of the best forms of advertising you can have, right? When a peer tells you that they had a great experience, that it was, you know, you should stay here. It's way more powerful than any kind of ad you can spend. So. That's the most powerful, I, I would feel like, to any of us. If any of you told me, oh, I was just in that town and I stayed at such and such hotel, had a great time. Way yeah. more influential, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So so folks like Flip2's advocacy platform, it parlayed with the rewards. I think if, if you can crack that nut and, and you can incentivize people to book direct, and when they do, and we'll talk about experience, I'm sure, later on, they have a great experience and then you incentivize them again to mm -hmm. share that experience and become an advocate, advocate incentivizing guests to do what you want them to do to me is really, really important. It's number five on my list. It could easily have been number yep. one. All right. Is that what everyone's fives? We, we did all the fives. Um, yep. I did not do number five yet. All right. What is it? <coughs> Training your staff. That's way oh. higher on my list. All right. Oh. We'll wait. Way higher on my list. All right. Number four, Phil. That's where I had uh, Google Hotel ads and OTAs. Um, I feel like the reason, and I know we stress how much better it is to get direct bookings, but the average consumer will use these tools. We know that. They trust these tools. It's, it's extremely important to me to be 
a part of them if you want to be in the conversation of being booked in a, any particular area. I agree. Good. And, I agree. and especially now, even now, because I, I kind of have something a little higher on this list, but this hits the same point of with Google Hotel ads, it shows up in a brand search. Right. And it's mm -hmm. extremely important now they put this book a room button over to the side. They, they make it super easy to kind of mm -hmm. get through their funnel. That's that's why I put it. I, so I think it's it deserves a yep. spot that you've given it. It was lower, lower on mine, but, <laughs> but I agree with you in terms of you have to be in the decision set. Like I said earlier, you, you've got to be in front of people to even be considered. And, and I think that's a great way to do it. So I, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not going to criticize you for having it that high, even though you're wrong. Oh, thanks, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is number fives? Melissa and I both had PPC at number five. Yeah. But uh, Phil had that higher, yep. so. Yeah, I, that was my number four. Okay, sorry, the number four. Sorry, Pete, what's your number four? So this is where I have analytics. I'm higher. Wrong. <laughs> You're wrong? Wrong. All right. Uh, I had email marketing. It's higher on my list. Okay. Uh, I have content. So written and, and photography and video content. I think you don't have that higher? Nope. All right, so nope. a couple of you had photography, right? Yes. Yeah, I had photography. Someone video, had photography though. and video. Someone had photography. No one's had written content, which is kind no. of interesting. Well, I kind of lumped that into SEO. Okay, so yeah, fair point. Well made. Um, to me, content is still king in terms of, you know, in, in, in marketing, you are trying to persuade someone to perform an action that they're not convinced yet that they want to perform, right? And, and the only way that I know of to convince someone to do something that they're not ready to do is to provide them with more information, right? And, and content is the way to do that, to, to answer the questions they have, to eliminate the doubts that they have, to show them something they didn't know that surprises them, that um, creates an emotion or stirs some kind of emotion in them that makes them compelled to book. So to me, without content, and, and content not just on your website, but also on TripAdvisor and on the OTAs, great compelling photography that is going to differentiate you from the competition and that is what's going to persuade someone to choose you at the end of the day can i tell you why i almost didn't have photography on my list sure so in my mind i was thinking that if you had a platform like flip2 that was providing user-generated photography of real people doing real things having a great time at your property that you wouldn't necessarily if you had okay photography just rooms, et cetera, that showed the photography, but you had this user-generated photography, that that would actually sell the property more than putting more money into professional photography. Sure, I agree with that. But but I think content is content, and that's mm -hmm. content, right? So yeah. I, I, I don't think you could put up a website that just had flip-to content, and that was it, right? And sure. Because you're not, you're not going to have information about the rooms, about the location, about, you know? Yeah. And it, there's Purely. a lot of information that they need, like, real factual stuff and we've seen i mean if, if you're a hotelier you're in the business of you know helping people and great content on your site is designed to help people so this is your first opportunity to help the guest and i kind of go back to phil i think you wrote this article but you know, we have a, a client up in albany new york and we put an article on their site which was you know great things to do for new year's eve that ended up ranking i think at the number one position for mm -hmm. albany new year's eve things to do or terms like that it was the single most effective way we drove traffic to the site in the month of december and that's exactly that was my point exactly Pete, yeah. is from an from purely seo perspective 
we're talking about ranking for a long tail keyword, something that has search volume. People will find you through this. That With an intent to come. Right, exactly. They, they, right. They, they are looking to be there for an event or, or come during a time of year. If you can create that content that explains why and they're already on your page right there reading it, they're more likely to book with you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, just pure, pure SEO yeah. standpoint, that's why I think content is fine being right where you put yeah. it. Yeah, and, and you, when you think about it, like everything else we're doing to drive traffic or awareness, you need to seal the deal, and the, the way to seal that deal is with content. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had it high. That's why I'm right and you guys are wrong. <laughs> we're having it lower. Right, did we all do fours? Uh, we did fours. All right. We did so fours. Who's up first? Melissa, you go ahead. All right, I'm gonna shock the pants right off of you. I have analytics as number what? three. What? I have it higher. <laughs> what? Are you serious? <laughs> yes, that's serious. The, the, the analytics person has it lower than the PPC SEO guy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that means Melissa you. cannot defend analytics. <gasps> <Yeah>. <gasps> Pete, do you have analytics on your list? It's yeah, like, I literally just said analytics. That was number four for me. Okay, I'm not paying. Thanks attention for paying attention and proving us wrong the whole time. Hey, I'm too too focused on being right. Um, analytics was lower at least higher on yours it was lower on mine Melissa even though we're breaking the rules here I would like to know why it's not number one on yours I can't spill the beans on what my number one and number two are okay so you just think that these number one and two are better than they have to be done even before analytics okay Yeah. and and I would agree with that the reason analytics was lower on mine and you can defend it later Phil when it gets to yours is without traffic to your site without a site without having that information there's nothing to, there's nothing mm-hmm. to analyze yeah. right so you've got to have something to analyze yeah, so that's, yeah that's fair i was kind of no no we gotta make it, you gotta defend sorry, it yeah, you gotta sorry defend you gotta defend it, it. Yeah, you can't be changing too I'm late not, to tinker not, my friend so what is your number whoa three? whoa I, we gotta get through all the rest of the threes yeah okay he did say three. Oh. Yeah. i think we were all assuming he was gonna go to two yeah yeah can i say three you can i had brand ppc <laughs> of course all right Right, that's that's high, funny. Right? So your job is number three. My job is number three. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> How important we think of ourselves. <laughs> We're number three on the list. Right. No, I think brand PPC is just an, an awesome way to drive direct bookings, number one. It's fairly inexpensive, and it gets you in front or at least competing with the OTAs who are also competing for your brand searches. So if someone searches for you specifically, don't give up that booking to an OTA. You gotta, you gotta capture that one. That's when you use things like official site and and make people feel secure with booking with you. I, I think brand C, brand PPC is infinitely important, but I still have two things on the list higher. It it has a phenomenal ROI. There's there's no question. I think it can get criticized. Some people some people have the mis um, misperception that it is. The people already know you and are going to book with you regardless, right? And I think that's false. I think that assuming that someone already knows you just because they did a search for you doesn't really make sense because sometimes they just found out about you on a meta search or on on TripAdvisor or on a portal site or whatever it is. And this is the first time they've ever typed your, your brand name. So it is a defensive play in a lot of regards, but the return is so phenomenal. And the test we've done, it has no ne- measurable negative effect on your organic reach. Right. We've so done you that have test to do it. multiple times. And, and that, that's been ones. proven throughout the industry yeah. as well. I mean, that's, you can repeat that test a million times. So if you're not running brand PPC, 100% you should be running brand PPC. Yeah, go ahead and pay 
you know, a dollar or two for someone to click on your brand rather than paying and get a 15% commission yeah. to give that up because you weren't there. Because you're getting a 10, 15, 20 to 1 return right. for those kind of those kind of clicks. It, it's phenomenal. And I, I would say this. I would caveat it with make sure you're not misspending money on your brand. Like if you have a, a generic name that, that there's others that could be, make sure you're negative keywording out stuff that's not necessarily relevant. Like we, we have properties like... Off the top of my head, we have a property called The Breakers, right? There's multiple Breakers resorts mm-hmm. in the world in different places. So making sure you're not accumulating clicks for the wrong Breakers mm-hmm. oh, erroneously. Just like that, we have a client called Monterey yeah. Bay. And right. you know, yeah. you, can, you can go south real quick if you uh, just yeah. say, hey, let's go ahead and just bid on that. And yeah, we'll go on. <laughs> All right, so you want to hear mine? This, this no. Is, you're going to get mad <laughs> at this one. So you have to have a super fast ADA compliant really good website that's mobile first that um, has all the technical <laughs> you S- suck all the so technical much, right? seo stuff that also has a mobile first booking engine that is frictionless um and nudges people through the conversion funnel that's not even going on the list i that's my number three i have False. that higher just melissa just write all the things all the yes. things hotel marketing, hotel marketing. I, I i i'm basically saying you have to have a great mousetrap okay is that yes. fair sure yes Okay, that's my number three. Mine's okay. similar in that I said excellent booking engine. I think we're getting to the point now where, Stuart, to your point, you have to have a great mousetrap mm-hmm. because people have already, kind of as we work through this funnel, have already decided to stay at your property. And if you don't have the easiest, most friction-free way possible to get them through that process, you will lose them to your own property through an OTA. 100% agree. Is it high? You have that on your list. It's high. My number three is excellent booking engine, which okay. I we'll kind of boil down that. to. Yeah, we'll agree on good that. Good mousetrap. Right? So you yeah, guys have like the website on your list. One eighth of what high? he said. Yes. yes. Okay. Because we were making a list of 10 things. <laughs> well, I, but again, I had like 40 things. I had to combine yeah. <laughs> like seven at once to, to make it work. <laughs> mousetrap. Yeah. It's mousetrap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mousetrap. Mm-hmm. Melissa's not happy with me. Sorry. Sorry, mom. Just breaking the rules. Are we going to number two? Yeah, Pete, what's your number two? My number two is number mobile two. first mentality. Mentality. Mobile first. How do you how do you buy that? Yeah, is that effective? Like, having absolute, a mentality doesn't sell a When we talked about this hotel. last week, nobody ever said things you had to buy. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He said, I have it on a post that on my desk. I have top, you spend your hotel money on. top ten things hotel need to do to drive direct booking. Yeah, that's because your notes are terrible. <laughs> yeah. But we did say that. Okay. So, but well, it's fine. mobile right. first mentality let, let meaning... Defend your existential random thing, whatever it is. <laughs> okay. We've talked about mobile ad nauseum. But the fact is, you have to have an amazing mobile site. You have to make sure that it works perfectly. And it's a better. It's almost a better experience than your desktop site. So maybe mobile-friendly website. Or, or more, more appropriate for mobile. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you not? You're not gonna give him hassle like you just did me. I, I can change I like that's, mobile, I, that's I as broad as mobile I just did. first mentality to mobile first site. Okay, yeah. so I have Slash as booking engine, which is what I did. Yeah, Slash I have marketing. number two as mobile first website. That's Ooh, why she's my. not giving okay. me problems with it. Because she that's not you. mobile first mentality. Well, see, I think it goes beyond. <laughs> I think it goes beyond. Thing. I think it goes beyond that. Everyone has a, a mobile, you know, a mobile website, but you have to. No, I have mobile first. <laughs> Right. Well, I have, I have all, all of our listeners have just had to turn their volume down because I'm looking at the levels on <laughs> this really board over here and you guys are like yelling in the microphone. This is so a let's, passion. Let's take it down a notch okay. a little bit. 
This is right. how our typical office conversations yeah. go. If you guys want to yeah. preview, this is what it's like unedited. Right. Yeah, you should see us debating the office poll of: <laughs> Would you rather fly at five miles an hour, or be able to breathe underwater at yeah. any depth, yes. or how many holes a straw has? <laughs> it's obvious. It's one. Yeah. All right. So, you, you mobile mobile website, mobile website, essentially. Phil, this is where I had analytics. Because I felt that everything that I had mentioned on my list prior to is necessary, but if you don't know how to track it, what's the point? If you're just spending money to spend money and you don't know what's working for you, why are you doing it? Exactly. I would agree. It, I mean, it's 100%. important. 100%. But, but you have to spend the money to be able to track it, which I, is why it's lower on I, I completely understand your point. That's why I tried to backtrack and yeah. you guys shut me down so I know defend it when you <laughs> to, get there. To defend you a little bit, analytics was number one on my list yeah. for, for a while. It was right. number one on mine and then I pulled it back. To two. It was you know, number one on mine for a while too. And I'm going to kind of throw this out there as homework for the listeners. Make your They t- did not t- sign up for homework. Well, no, they're getting homework. So. Make a top 10 list and think about it and you'll kind of see the struggle that we went through because Everyone moved analytics to the top. You moved it to the bottom. You moved email marketing around. And yeah. it really, yeah, it's, it's a fun really, really tough. There's a lot of things that you can spend money on. Um, I, I'd, I'd love to do a follow up episode where we read out some of the guests, to, or guests, the um, oh, listeners' top 10. It'd be really good. It's a if, great if idea. If send us your send, top 10s. Yeah, if you have a top 10 list, send it to info at fueltravel.com. We'd See, now to. they got insight. Mm. So, what was your number two, Stuart? <laughs> Won't we just do a number three? No, no, oh, we're on number two. two. Man, number I can't two. even count. Two, 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 two. My number two is email marketing. So you had wow. that the highest of everyone, right? Why? So to, to me, email marketing is the most effective, highest ROI form of re- outreach you can do in terms of what what we've seen, right? And, and full disclosure, a lot of our clients are in repeat destinations, right? If you're If you're a targeting if you're an inner city property targeting business travel probably not as high on the list but for, for our independent hotels where you're likely to get someone repeat visiting bar none and i challenge you to tell me something that's higher nothing gives a better roi than email marketing and and to me the hospitality industry is about relationships and i also feel like because everyone's doing social wrong um I, I would argue that the advocacy side of social is, is the right way. The broadcast way of social is completely wrong. Email is still today the most effective form of one-to-one personalized communication. And if you're doing it right with triggered emails, uh, with personalized messages that are catering to the individual, and that you're not sell, 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 but you're give, give, give in terms of value on email, there's nothing out there you can spend money on that's more effective from an advertising, marketing, re- outreach perspective. It is the top of all the paid things on my list. Okay. Mine too. So number one, I'm wondering if number one is going to be similar. This whole thing was paid things. What are you talking about? Well, I mean paid Sorry, actual advertising. Yeah. Yeah. She's talking about like outbound stuff. Yes. I understand. Um, so is that everyone's number twos we've done? Yep. yep. Okay, number ones. This is going to be really interesting. I, I think Melissa and mine might be the same. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to hear yours first. Property improvements. Okay, which I kind of had, right? Yes, you did. um, Does anyone else have that as number one? I do not. Go ahead. I think it's most important because that is the thing that will bolster the rest of your marketing. If you spend your money on that now, this makes it infinitely easier for people like us to do your email marketing, to do your PPC, to do your SEO. We have more to talk about. We have... Uh, more to go on, and this will also help things like reviews. 
we know how many people read reviews before they stay at your property. Probably about more than 49% percent in, uh, in, in 2011. 2011. <laughs> but if, if you take care of your property and you make it a nice place to stay and take care of your guests, this helps everything else on my list. So that's why I put it at number one. I, I, I would agree 100% with that. Marketing shines a light on what you have, the good and the bad, right? So our job of marketing is infinitely easier than you said. Your online reputation increases, which means your ADR can increase, which means your profitability increases if you have a better product. No question. So I don't, I, I think that's a valid yeah, number one. And it was, it was number one on my list for a while. My idea is you can't polish a turd. <laughs> you can, but. <laughs> <laughs> and it just gets smushed. Pete, what's your number one? My number one is the only right answer there is, and that is direct mail rate parity and oh. having an amazing Good revenue answer. manager Good because answer. it doesn't matter how great you've polished anything. <laughs> if it costs more to stay by booking direct, you will lose a direct booking. Mic drop. It's, the mic it's that's good. on your face. It's an answer. You, it's the answer. It's a good answer. It's a really good answer, <laughs> It is Pete. a good answer. But, but um, I, th I think if you're talking about just direct bookings. Which is what the 100 top 10 list is for. I think it's a big influencer. Yeah. Should have probably been on everyone else's list at some point. Yeah. Not number one, right, Melissa? I'm curious to see what you think my number one answer is. My number one answer is a mobile-first booking engine. Oh, it's not the same. I was thinking mm. this whole time we had the same. We were not on the same wavelength, even close. All right, so go ahead. So you, did you have website? You have website I number had mobile-first website is number two. Okay. Analytics is number three. Okay. Yeah, I feel that you can skate by a little bit better with a mediocre mobile interface on the front end of your website. But if you get to that booking engine and you can't do a damn thing on it, you are just screwed. People are high tailing it out. That's what I think. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to play devil's advocate here a little bit because he just slid back three feet in his chair. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm, I'm moving out of strike zone <laughs> in case she reaches across the table. Jeez. I can't <laughs> wait to see what your number one is. We'll get to that. But, I feel like the booking engine, even though we sell a booking engine, I feel like the website itself is more important at telling the story, at communicating the information that's needed to than the booking engine. But because I think people are phone. more willing. I think people are more willing to do a little pinch and zoom to see what you're trying to get your point across on versus literally struggling with a booking engine that doesn't function on a phone. See, and I kind of agree with you because I would <sighs> yes. leave, I would leave, the, I can read everything about your property on your website. I hit your booking engine and I don't feel comfortable putting my card number in because it looks like garbage. When you pick out the phone. I, I'm going to pop back over to somewhere else, Expedia, whatnot, and go book on somewhere where I know they have a good mobile experience and I feel comfortable giving them my money. Mm -hmm. You could have just did what I did and combined the website and the booking engine together. Yeah, but I didn't cheat. Yeah, but she's not a cheater. You're not a cheater. Man. All right. So my number one is actually something that was on, I think, Phil's list, list earlier on, which is hiring the right people and training them properly. To me, the experience is, is partly about what was your number one, which is the, the amenities and the mm -hmm. quality of the product. But at the end of the day, I can tolerate a sub standard and old, older carpets i can tolerate tatty drapes if the people that i interact with on property make me feel good and make me feel welcome and 
if you read reviews for most properties, the positive reviews quite often, more often than not, are going to reference people they interacted with on property. So for me, we're in the hospitality business. The number one thing you can do from a marketing perspective is invest in your people to make sure that they are giving the guests the best experience they can. Mic drop. <laughs> Ray Parity beats that. <laughs> Ray Parity completely beats that. I, I agree with Stuart because it affects <laughs> your reviews. It affects your reviews yeah. infinitely. And when you read when you read reviews about people, or, uh, people hotels, and how many of them mention staff? Yeah, or right. majority mention staff. However. We're talking about how we can drive direct bookings. No, that was never part of this conversation. <laughs> Pete, Pete made up his own, his own his own rules. It's not hotels about spending money, and it, it's not. Yeah. Pete it's about Pete direct world. bookings. <laughs> Sneaky Pete. No, it's direct bookings. So you stand by that after I hiring com- everyone's top ten. I completely stand by rate parity is the most important thing you can do. I think it's very important. Yes, for direct bookings, Pete, I definitely because agree. Because here's you. why: if you have, if I've created a, a nurtured a relationship with you as an individual, and I've given you incentives to book direct next time, not necessarily the rate, but mm-hmm. other incentives that we talked about, the rewards, then because I'm a dollar more expensive than the OTAs, does not mean people are going to book with the OTAs. I don't think. I think there's other factors. If they feel loyal to me, they're going to come back to me. I think rate parity is. Vitally important. I just don't think it's number one. But listeners, mm. what do you think? Weigh in. Let us know. We'd love to hear what you think on Twitter. Maybe one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, it's been fun. Know. We should do this kind of thing more often and make sure Pete gets the actual proper rules. We're really we going to have to help Stuart out with these volume levels because we get fired up though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sorry, I, guys. I'm just going to leave it to everyone in their car driving to work or driving home from work. They can just twist that little knob when Melissa and Pete start shouting at each other. <laughs> Um, but no, we would like this. This has been a fun episode. It was fun to put together. It was fun to record. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it listening at home. But but there's not really a, a single right answer. You know, I think there are lots of things you should be spending money on. There's lots of things you probably shouldn't be spending money on until you've perfected this. I put together a few things that I think you should not be spending money on, which I know a lot of people are spending money on now. And until you've done all the things we just talked about. And Melissa, how many did we diff- different things did we have? I think did I you- counted eighteen. Okay, that's pretty with good. With your buckets of weirdness. Yeah, my eighteen. Yeah. Well, some of my ones included like seven, hotel seven, marketing. Eight. Yeah, um, that's why you said you had a list of forty earlier, huh? <laughs> it, it was. It was. You close. still had a list he of just, forty. He lumped that right in and just kept his list. <laughs> all right, so so some things you should not spend money on until all these other things. Direct mail, unless it's super targeted in in to re- regain people that haven't stayed with you for a while. Or if all your loyal guests are old. Maybe. <laughs> but still not as effective. as Unless you've maximized budget on some of these other things. Unless you're 100% impression share on paid ads, you shouldn't be doing direct mail, right? Um, display advertising. That wasn't on any of our top 10 lists, nor should it be, because it's not nearly as effective as all the other things that we just talked about. Unless you're a brand new right. hotel, then it's great for awareness. See, I'm going to have all these caveats going. Mm-hmm. There's always caveats, right? Um, third-party email lists. You have a oh, caveat for that oh, one? No, no. Sorry. Never. <laughs> good, good on you. You beat me on that one. Yeah. So there, there are definitely things. I've got a couple more. I'll put them in the show notes, which you can get fueltravel.com slash advertising. Slash advertising. Fueltravel.com slash podcast and click on episode 81. Um that is actually episode nine. That's right. In numerology. Yeah, no one corrected our numerology, so I guess yeah, we were maybe correct. Maybe I'm right, or I nobody cares. No one, one or the yeah, other. No one's numerology. Everyone's in. What's numerology? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, people that listen to this show tend to be based on facts. Um, so that's probably why we have no numerologists actually listening. And I probably just insulted the one that did listen. Now they don't. Uh, but they yeah, don't, they don't know what podcast number we're on. Numerologists and flat earthers aren't listening. There's like seven number nines. Yeah. <laughs> um, 72 and 81 are the same number. Um, so give us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. What's your top 10? What did we miss? You know, is there something glaringly obvious that we should have included in our top 10 list? We, we'd love to hear from you. You can hit us up on Twitter at Fuel Travel. You can email us info at fueltravel.com. Uh, Pete, where can they find you on the web? I'm on Twitter at P DeMaio, P D I M A I O. And Melissa. I'm on Twitter as well at M.A. Kavanaugh, M-A-K-A-V-A-N-A-G-H. And Philip. You can find me on Twitter at P. Fariska, P-F-O-R-I-S-K-A. And hopefully you enjoyed this episode and you learned that Pete was wrong and the rest of us were right, <laughs> but especially me, I was most right. You can find me at Stuart Butler on Twitter. You can find us collectively again at, at Fuel Travel. Show notes, fueltravel.com slash podcast. Click on episode 81. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, you have been listening to the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. I have a feeling my mouth is going to be green by the end of the podcast. I checked halfway through the podcast to see if my tongue was green yet. I feel like it might be. Oh my God, was it bad? You just added to the ending. <laughs>